we've been podcasting now for a year. How does it feel? (laughs) Well, it feels pretty good. Unfortunately, like the first few things that we recorded or talked about never made it online. So for our listeners... No, no, no. The whole like Neverland (laughs) Patreon. That was success. Send it it a fan mail and we will send you a direct download to this podcast. Promise Neverland was, was some good discussion. Yeah, our first actually published episode was May 24th. So we're still wow. miles away before the official, you know, on paper that everyone sees year anniversary. But get in there. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you have to just believe that we're going to make it to a year. And you know how we can make it to the year is from all you listeners tuning in and sending us feedback and emailing us at our not only anime podcast at gmail.com. We still are waiting for some more fan mail. Uh, and you, mean, you mean more than zero? No, no. We ha- we it's had because one. our we had Hawaii. <laughs> our spam filters are so robust. So make sure you use the right keyword so you're not, you know, uh, filtered out. Uh, what, what, well, uh, what, what should the subject be to avoid the spam filters? Uh, hot singles in your area? Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Please please title all our emails hot singles in your area. <laughs> CBD brain pills. Yes, yeah, CBD. <laughs> That's the number one way to ensure a response from us. Yeah, exactly. Um well, thank you guys for tuning into another episode here of the podcast. Uh it's been a while. We were hoping to do this a little bit sooner, but hey, we are here for an arcane part two review. Uh, where we're going to cover the middle three episodes of the pack. Um, so I hope that you guys still are interested in hearing about Arcane because it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> uh, like even even I that was so obsessed with it, I'm kind of over it by now. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I still haven't finished it because I was like, I gotta we gotta record to before I can watch the, the last the three episodes. One. Just binge all night after this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I should rewatch all of it because it is starting to <laughs> drop off in my brain a little bit about what happened at the very beginning. But I have so much other stuff I have to watch. Like, there's so much new shows of the uh, winter season that I haven't even started. Like, I haven't started a new Attack on Titan season, which is a new season. It's not a part two. Fuck that yeah, bullshit. It's a new like, season. Like I agree. It's a new season. Bruno, have you watched that or no? I, yeah, I haven't keeping up. There's a new one today. I feel like it's not good. It, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm so over Attack on Titan, and I, I, I'm so ready for it to be done. But I'm still watching it, obviously. It's in the build-up stage right now, and I, I mean, even even as a, a manga reader, I did like some of the things that they're trying to do differently and mm. uh, spice things up a little bit without spoiling anything. Uh, so I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt at the moment. Y'all That's both fair. read the manga, right? Y'all both know the ending. I know. I I read the manga back when the first season came out, and so then I read I, I read up to current back then, like a million years ago, and then I I have no idea what's happening. All I know is the original mangaka said something like, um, he was planning on just killing everyone off, and he didn't expect uh, Attack on Titan to be popular. Then since it became popular, he was forced to rechange the ending. Did you see that uh that that little article, Bruno? No. 
really. Yeah, or maybe it's a meme, but it, it was like a, a little like anime news network blog. I, post, I will like, say that I was not. It was the ending of Attack on Titan was not great, but it also was not like Game of Thrones disappointing, where it ma- it made me want to forget about teleports the behind you. So it was teleports like, behind you and kills Night King. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, I everyone knows that it's gonna be a tough act to, to finish strong because there's so much built up and so many expectations, so many storylines that he tried to, you know, combine. And uh, yeah, the ending it doesn't quite pull it off, but it still holds a special place in my heart. That's fair. I have been yeah. keeping up with Demon Slayer though, and Demon Slayer has been amazing. I think I actually like am pretty shocked. I'm pretty surprised with how good it's been so far. I've also been enjoying that. Have you been watching that, Bruno, or no? I have, and I visually has been pretty stunning. But I must say, I was like, and I mean, I, I gotta lower my expectations for like Shonen in general, like that. But uh, I thought it was a pretty wasted opportunity that they were in the the entertainment district per se but we actually like saw nothing entertainment district related like no that's uh, true no uh geishas performing like they they were just like oh we're cleaning these houses but we're not really gonna tell you what actually goes on in here yay but yeah it's pg yeah yeah and this is like why are we even here like give me some like show walking rapical shinju vibes but it's like yeah. tease. Uh, but the yeah. action's been good, and you know I kind of turn off my brain a little bit watching Demon Slayer and enjoy it that way. Yeah, it's been very fast paced too, so it's been, that's another enjoyable thing about it. Like it had, they haven't been dragging out anything like reincarnated as a slime had been the last season. But they've oh actually been God. like Don't, they've been doing it very I, quick. I, I forgot that nice. happened. That was an entire waste of a season. Thank God Bruno didn't watch that. <laughs> It literally was like maybe 30 minutes of content for an entire season. Straight up. Right <laughs> uh, so what's the well, I guess let's, let's get into the arcane. Um, I just want to say something before we start talking about the actual episodes. I sent you all an article, you know, a couple of weeks ago about how the adult swim uh, exec said that arcane is not going to be the new, you know, uh, standard in animation uh for like shows because i know we talked about that a little bit and, and he said like exactly like kind of what i mentioned with with the it just like they spent more than a half decade to get this show out like this first season out and no studio can afford to throw that much money to develop a show other than netflix because like the return on investment doesn't matter for netflix versus like it does for another a normal anime studio so two things is a great show and it's like very great quality but it's not going to be you know the the standard just because most studios can't afford to do that high quality of animation well she did call it anime and i was like you just kind of dropped out in my book there for calling arcade anime but whatever you know super strongly disagree with that article because the thing is one netflix didn't finance this netflix just published it on their platform Riot Games, Tencent finance this, right? And their whole, like, we've been in production for six years is complete bullshit. What what that that means is Riot has been using the studio to make, like, cinematics and music videos for them for six years. 
And so it's just all like marketing in terms of the verbiage behind it. But the reality is, yeah, it was probably close to a two year production time for the actual show. Um, but yeah, maybe it's too expensive, but the, I, anyone who says, oh, it was six years in the making or some bullshit like that. This wasn't red line. This wasn't some 15 year like psychotic passion project where they're hand animating all of these scenes. Like I, I still firmly believe this is a watershed moment in animation. No cap. <laughs> well, I guess let's, let's get into the episode. On um, episode four, you know, I was like, hey, guys, I bet there's going to be a time skip. Guess what? There's a time skip. My my only problem with the time skip is that you just have no idea how long it's actually been. I mean, you can try and guess, but they don't have any yeah. verbiage of saying, like, it's been 10 years. It's been this many years. It's just like time skip. They're older. Who cares how well, long Why it's do you been? need why do you need? Because I just I like I like details, man. I like having like all the details. You I'm like, why can't you just say it's been legal? <laughs> that's you. That's, that's you, the real. Bruno. That's oh, the that real is, question. That that's the real you. That that. Bruno could real stop talking about Satan how. To know. Bruno could not stop talking about how Vi is his his waifu and his new bae. So I think he's the real one that wants to know if she's legal now. Oh, Vi's a hundred percent legal. The re- the real question is Jinx, um, but yeah, no, like, yeah. It, it, is this like it's it's not like how they did a time skip in One Piece. Like One Piece, they like said you know three years, and then you like show how like they're all training to prepare for like in this time skip. Like they don't show like the full training sequence, but like oh look, they're gonna be doing all this stuff to develop themselves for this time skip, and then time skip happens, and you know like oh this is why they improved, but it just like a black box and and arcade which i guess you know it's fine like people like that shit i just you know i like the one piece time skip way better that's all i'm saying <laughs> i mean from what i've seen like other videos kind of guess they say six to seven years which i think is a fair assumption uh but yeah that was one of my questions like how many years do you guys think have uh skip i have no idea because they didn't tell me and, well to me it also the <laughs> a consequence of that time lapse is the fact that potentially Vi was in prison this whole fucking time. She was in prison yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Like six, seven years. Holy crap. Yeah, that's and that's, that goes that goes back to what we were talking about last time where we're like, why did he save her? You know, like why did the yeah. Marco save Vi? And I was like, oh, he's probably just using her as like a scapegoat for the whole incident and throwing her in prison. But at the same time, she has no so. records. Yeah, she has no records in a prison. So if there's yeah. no records, there's I have, they I have not use her as a scapegoat. Say about Marcus later on. They is call him. Is that for Marcus? this episode? Or... <laughs> what? Is it, Sorry, is, it, is it not for? Is it not well, for, for this episode? Uh, no, I think it's episode uh, five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when I when I first watched it, I just assumed it was because he felt bad, right? And like he wanted to like save like a a little girl or a teenage girl or something. But then when Safe was saying it's the fall, that made more sense to me. Then like you said, it's like she has no papers, so it's like what? Why was she sa- <laughs> other than plot exactly. armor? Like why was why was she saved? It makes no sense. Exactly. Like, and he was supposed to eliminate her. So what was the point of if they're just going to throw her in jail anyway? 
why don't you just kill her off? Like, what? Yeah. Why do you do you feel better about yourself because you didn't kill her and you threw her in jail for the rest of her life? Uh, yeah. Basically, yeah, that's my theory. And in episode five, I'll mention that uh, Marcus is shown to have a lot of remorse, and in some ways, it's is more by virtue of quantity of how many times the the show showed him having regret rather than doing it in a specifically original way. But they did try a lot to show you, like, hey, this guy's a little more complex than just being an evil guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can talk about, about that in episode five. But I guess for me, I'm more of an ooh and ah uh, world-building person. How amazing was that opening shot where you see the whole, like, blinking the, the like, the, the airship thing with the whole yeah, like, yeah. hex gate shot? That- that was like my first note in my thing. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are we now? Like flying ships, ship teleported at the top of a building. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, well, how has there like, like, like this? It was amazing. It felt so, so good. I loved that. I was like, oh, like it, it's been enough time. Like, we don't have to deal with them like struggling to like get their shit approved. Like you're seeing it being used, and you felt like, oh, like they've made all this progress. That's why it's progress day. And they're able to like, you know, really push everything forward. And I think the whole theme of it, of just kind of being like uh, progress for progress's sake is not actually the case, felt a little almost out, out of place. And it makes, I guess, kind of like what Bruno was saying last time is Heimerdinger is kind of just like annoying, I guess. Or what did you what did what did you say, Bruno? I forgot. I uh, don't remember exactly, but my complaint is that he is. He's basically all talk, yeah. As a, as a character, and I think yeah, he will, he's not. He could have been a little more impactful. Um, because he he you know complains a lot and brings up a lot of issues that then he just kind of he himself seems to dismiss. Yeah. You know, by seeing you know progress that he was super against it episode three, and now yeah. episode four is like, well, I guess we could do a little bit of science, and then later <laughs> yeah. on he's going to be like, no, I guess not. It's like okay, I guess yes. Okay, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, Who I think I agree, Bruno. Yeah, it, it's almost like his character is just an, an exposition jump. And when I first watched the show, I just thought he was a cute little yordle, and he had some fun like set pieces. But he feels like he was just used just to say like this was the spooky, like, you know. Bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you why. Just listen to me. I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But don't you think? Don't you think that like his role kind of makes Jace and um, shit? What's the other guy's Victor. name? Uh, Victor. Yeah, Victor. Doesn't it kind of make them look more evil and villainous because of of him? Like Heimendinger, like just kind of is supposed to be this voice of reason and like had the good guy and this stuff, and like them all going against him does not make them sat look more just like I guess evil. I don't know. If, <laughs> What do y'all think? I guess that's fair. Yeah, no, it's like, it's more like, I see it more as Heimerdinger is the voice of tradition and like safety, and they're more on like chaos and progress yeah. and I mean, you know, pushing boundary. Definitely makes the the clash with Heimerdinger makes Jace's and Victor's um, adventure or, or goal towards developing Hexic more interesting. Uh, and I think Jace. Like it makes Jay's a more complex character because he, specifically this episode, he 
is faced with this choice of like, okay, do I side with Victor and try to push ahead with hex, hex, uh, hex crystals or, or do I, you know, am I more conservative to side with Heimerdinger? And he chooses to side with Heimerdinger in this case in the, in the name of public safety. So I think at least it adds that complexity to his character of willing to compromise. Which like it did look like the, the technology was not ready yet, based mm-hmm. off like the, their their demo. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I just say it kind of villain villainifies. I don't know if that's a word. Um, uh, Jace and Victor to the point where like I feel like they're just going to become villains later on in this ep- in this show mm-hmm. because of how. Heimdinger keeps on saying, don't do this, don't do that. And they're just yeah. going to go crazy and do something else. But probably not going to happen. But that's kind of just how I... Yeah, and uh, I mean, already we're, we're seeing see the foil of that between how Jace is reacting to it versus Victor. Yeah. So again, Victor wanted to keep pushing ahead and Jace were willing to be more level-headed. Yeah, yeah so maybe Victor is going to turn into a monster with all the shit that he's doing now. Um, and... Yeah, and that was that the last episode where he goes back and to his previous mentor. Yeah, and has yeah. like that monster thing. I have no idea what's going on there, but I guess I'll, I'll find out later on. Hey, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, that's episodes. good. <laughs> uh, I will say for this episode, episode four, uh, they introduced the firelights, which I thought was yeah. pretty cool. And I, right off the bat, when I saw them and they were masked and they were, you know, obviously trying to. To uh, um, stop the, the shimmer distribution, I really thought Vi was going to be a part of that group just by virtue of them Same. You know, being the, Same. the anti uh, resistance. Um, so when they did that reveal of like, oh, a girl with pink hair, I did have to go back and be like, so was that Vi or was that not Vi? No, but yeah, you saw how the whole reveal she got well, beat up. Sorry. <laughs> well, she got beat up so easily, so you're like, that can't be Vi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole reveal was just to be like Jinx is crazy, haha, so funny, like so quirky. But I did like that reveal of Jinx, uh, who you know is the first time we see her, and she she was my MVP for the episode. Uh, she did a lot yeah. of cool things. That first opening scene, what she just goes ballistic on everybody, it was pretty fun. And then later on, my favorite scene was when she was uh, uh, eye poking Silco with the shimmer. Um, so I wanted to talk about that. No, that's a, that's a pretty good scene. Th- that I gave felt- me uh, vibes of ReZero with uh, <laughs> what's his face? Um, Subaru? No, no. The Ram, Ram, Ram and, and the the clown the guy. The magistrate guy, yeah. And how she like will take uh, magic out of him or whatever. And that just gave me like strong... Yes, uh, yes. It felt very know. sexual, right? Like, I felt it was like sexual vibes, right? It like, was confusing. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was expecting like, them to so start making out. <laughs> yes, it made me uncomfortable, to be very honest. Yeah, it I was, was like, yeah. it. W- but I think that was kind of the purpose of the scene. But then as you see more and more interactions between them, I guess it's not like a sexual relationship, but it feels very, like, bizarre. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's yeah. very very personal in you know either way romantically or just uh um in a more parental way but it's they both obviously show a very high degree of trust with each other yeah i was i was talking to christian a couple weeks ago because i was like yeah dude 
what's his Jinx business? Like, and he, he was like, oh, dude, we know her as Jinx from like the people that actually play League. Like, Jinx is how we know her. Like, Powder is the whole backstory. Cause like, to me, it's like, uh, I don't like Jinx. I'm gonna keep calling her Powder, but apparently, like, Jinx is how she's known as everywhere in League, league lore. So, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, well, shit, because <laughs> I prefer Powder. So, I'm gonna stick with that. It is fun seeing that online too. People being like, "Like powder did nothing wrong." Powder, 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 and I'm like, "No, it's it's Jinx." And she's and already she's, gone, and she's gone, and she's been gone. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that that eye poking scene was was a highlight. Um, I'll also mention that so the the hexic crystals are introduced, and they're kind of vaguely mentioned to be like energy sources, and you know, there's hex gate portals and stuff like that. But I still, that's one of my sticking points with the show. It's like, Hextech is just whatever the heck they want it to be. And they're just going to keep using it for whatever purposes. And Okay, I guess we'll go well, that way. Th- that's how magic is it in most systems. And then in, in, in the greater lore, I think we've seen other episodes too, is like, there's a big idea of runes, like runes yeah. and magic. Yeah, and so Hextech is yeah. just, yeah, yeah, Hextech is just generic, infinite power magic bullshit. Yeah. I have the runes. Uh, there's a quote yeah. from Jinx. I'll bring it up in the next episode where she specifically mm-hmm. addresses how it's a bunch of BS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jace's I think, speech. I, oh, go ahead, Sid. No, no, you, you go for it. Uh, Jace's speech and during the Progress Day, I thought was so lame and so generic. I agree. It yeah. was like, were the writers trying to be like purposefully bad speechwriters? It was. I. I I felt like at least watching it two times now, I felt like it was supposed to be like because he he didn't give the speech he wanted to give Mm because he placated to what Heimerdinger said. So that's the vibe I got. Because I feel like he was giving his I I felt like it was at the end when he had to tailor it up, change it a little bit. um, The beginning. Remember, Victor was on the side and he was so excited to demo the laser and shit. Yeah, yeah. But that was like at the end when he was like, and that new reveal, we will reveal it later. So to me, it seemed like the change was just like the last part. So the the beginning part of the speech was as intended. And I think really the, be- the beginning part of the speech just sounded like a generic, you know, speech that you'd hear at any of these. Kind of it events. was so lame. So lame. Like it was like particularly bad writing in a show with good writing. So that's why it stuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think my favorite scene in the whole entire episode is that merchant council member dude still messing around with that toy, that <laughs> child's toy, and he can't figure it out still. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, bro still can't figure out the child's toy. <laughs> yeah. Messing in the background. Uh, I thought it was an interesting um, repetition, the fact that, you know, Jinx... There's that whole scene with the firelights where the, the shipment gets uh, destroyed or whatever. And so that, you know, the mission failed uh, and Jinx took it personally and decided to, you know, double down and, and steal the gemstone, which is again from Jay's. So she's going to she's decided to basically screw him over again. And then uh, the, the perp, you know, the, the cops show up or whatever, and they the perp, they assume the perp immediately to be from San. So I thought that was an interesting um, stereotype for, you know, just uh, the way that the police investigate crimes in the in, in Piltover. And, you know, I think 
bad goes wrong and they immediately assume it to be someone from Zon creating um, the harm. Yeah. But also, Jinx left it with her like little calling card thing, so it's pretty obvious it was Jinx. But, but they didn't know. Yeah. They don't know what that means, do they? Not, not yeah, at but, that point they didn't, but then they, yeah. she found out later. But well, the yeah. art direction people would be like, this is some crazy person. It's clearly from Saw. <laughs> Oh, clearly, there's no deranged people in Piltover. We're too sophisticated for that. Yeah, they're all thrown into Zon. <laughs> I mean, the only one that is... <laughs> the only I mean, one it's pretty obvious, Piltover. right? Like, all you see in Piltover is beautiful, rich people. If you're not beautiful or rich, you're thrown into Zon. Come on. Uh, Victor, Victor is neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Victor was from Zon. <laughs> okay. Uh, Victor's like someone going to Korea for pra- for uh, plastic surgery, you know? Like, he, he has no home. Another detail was that basically Kate, um, I guess at the end of the episode, she was no longer an enforcer. And so I was a little confused about her going to the prison. Um, did you guys uh, pay attention to that? Like, I'm trying I, mean, to- I think it was before it was all known, you know, widely right like she just kind of snuck in exactly she, yeah, she she demoted she, she, yeah she, she got she, she got was demoted she was she got transferred over as a guard for him right i think because. she got demoted and then um because she was going to be moved to like like parking tickets essentially uh-huh. and then i thought she was jace, a personal guard to jace based on she her was, parents she, right she originally said no and then, yeah. then, then this happened, and then she's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna take this thing that Jace gave me for like permission, because Jace is now like has authority, and I'm gonna do mm-hmm. this to talk to this person that like is hidden away that might have that might have context on it. At least yeah. that was my yeah. uh, like take on it. Yeah, I mean, in in my understanding, it was basically just another another um, another way to show that the Kiermans do whatever the heck they want to do." Um, that's mm-hmm. brought up in later episodes that the Kiermans take what they want and so this is Kate being like no like I don't care if I'm not uh, a legitimate enforcer like I'm still gonna try to get to the bottom of this and I don't um, know if it's because I'm a goody two shoes but like whenever shows have stuff like this I always imagine there's going to be consequences right but the consequence is just like it's like you did this without asking for me. And she's like, yeah, but fuck you. And then they're like, okay, moving on. Well, I think it's more highlighting her personality. Um, Yeah. And I mean, Jace did trust her to some extent. Um, So he didn't, he didn't like uh, um, betray her when that happened. You know, he could have thrown her under the bus and and say, she did this without my permission. um, Take her away or whatever. Yeah, but it would have been nice if we would have saw like consequences on Jace. You know what I mean? Like Jace got oh, flack okay. for having like Vi being released. Like if there would have been something actually coming from this, all that happened mm-hmm. was just like you didn't ask me to do this, but I'm a counselor, yeah. so I can do whatever I want. Because I guess counselors are above rules, and you know, it it, it felt weird. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and plus, Vi was never there. Yeah, she was there. Maybe paper. yeah, maybe she was just a random prisoner, eighty-five. Who knows who she mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only person that knows who she is is Marcus, and that's it. Uh Yeah. All right, that's all the notes I have for episode four. You guys, what about what about Jinx's uh, machine 
doll of Picklock Boy and then the little tiny doll of Glasses Boy. <laughs> and her first episode, you know? Like, yeah, she, what do y'all think got, about that? She's got some issues. <laughs> I yeah, mean, she's honestly she, she she's quirky girl Joker. <laughs> I thought you liked that. Honestly, girls. like that whole like glitchy, like make it all glitchy because she's crazy. I'm like that's gonna get old really fast. So I hope they don't overdo it because <laughs> they don't they overdo it. Yeah, but they do do it more. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I saw them do it later on, like in the next couple episodes. So I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of this, but okay, I guess like it's showing that she's going crazy. But I think yeah. we could all just assume now that she is crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't know which episode it was, but at one point I was really, I think they did a fantastic job in it. And I would compare it to like how Harley Quinn should have been portrayed as a character. I don't watch DC superhero movies, so I don't actually know how they portray Harley Quinn in the movies. But I know yeah. that if like this is what I, I think it should be. And yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. But who's I hotter, also think- hotter or Harley Quinn? Obviously, Jinx. Let's be honest. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, but um. I I think um. If DC didn't mess up Harley Quinn like consistently over the last ten years, and this came out, it wouldn't be as like annoying. But because of all of the tropes of like it's girl Joker, it's girl Joker, it kind of it's kind of tiring to be honest. Yeah, I just I just enjoyed the very last scene where they show Violet like turn around in the prison cell or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, Vi's yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> and that did was you fun. notice? Did they show in this episode her face tattoo or scar thing? It's a tattoo. Yeah, is it tattoo? Uh, I think she, I she think a face tattoo. Yeah. Did you see it? It, it says Vi or yeah. like V I, like, uh, like like six. like six. No, yeah, Roman numeral. Yeah, uh, I have to I have to look back. Well, I guess I'll watch the next episode and see. Yeah, um, fun fact. Yeah, but it's her name tattooed on her face. <laughs> well, that's so because go- that, that's that's the character design of, of the league character. Is so. it? <laughs> you, you put your name on her face. <laughs> yeah, because before she was like, "I'm a cool punching boxer girl." I don't know, but what's also really cool is I guess it's not this episode or, or this episode pack, but the next pack. When they get their like hex tech hey, weapons and shit. Don't spoil it for me. I haven't watched it yet, dude. But what's really cool in, in that Bruno is they use some of their six, signature abilities in the fight. Oh, so it's really they, cool. They did the thing. They did the they thing. Did the, they did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that from somewhere else. I get this reference. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope right. I I know what you guys are talking about when I watch this next pack of episodes. <laughs> Right. No, like that that fight scene is the best in the entire series. It's really well done. I've watched it like four times. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess yeah. Then the start of the next episode, Kate's um, shooting with the old enforcer lady, right? And I was like, what, okay, what cool. So she's name? a really good shot. Is that supposed to be like Batter's replacement? So. Um. Oh, Grayson. Oh, Grayson. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So I I appreciated the the childhood flashback because we you know we got one from Jace. This episode we have Kate, uh, and the next episode we get Victor. So that really it helps fill in the gaps for this new set of characters since we spent the first three following the childhood of of Vi and Powder, and now we get to see what these other guys were doing sort of uh, around that time. 
So I thought it was a, a pretty good compliment. Uh, and I think it just shows Kate's affinity towards, yeah, shooting and following some sort of righteous law enforcement path. And obviously mm-hmm. she had Grayson as a mentor from an early age. And her parents seem to also be really into hunting. So it, it seems very well developed. Well, they're into hunting because like, it's, it's like a rich person thing. Sure. Yeah. I, I would just it, like, yeah. okay, Powder's a really good shot. So now Vi needs a new partner that's also a very good shot. So I'll just make her Powder 2.0. <laughs> well, because in, in league terms, uh, Caitlyn is an ADC. And also Jinx is an ADC. So, you know, what is that? they pair nicely. It's a, don't worry about it. It's just a, <laughs> okay. <laughs> neither of you have, have played yeah. league. So all of this game knowledge doesn't matter, but, but basically they're both range DPS. Uh, you're throwing acronyms. Got it. They can yeah. attack from far. You can't, you can't, you can't explain, uh, you can't explain one acronym and bring up another one. They, bo- they both shoot guns. Uh, got it uh just going back to the name of the episode it's called everybody wants to be my enemy which is the name of the the op song by imagine dragons and they have a, a semi cringy cameo this episode which was an interesting, oh i hated that it was an interesting I, I, I always hate <laughs> I, I always hate like uh those cameos especially in like game of thrones whatever they had like ed sheeran or whatever oh, in God. there i'm like this- just stay out of my Stay out I, of my fucking. I call this one semi cringy because I actually I think that the song is a is a bop, so I I I enjoyed it. I didn't even notice it to be honest. So did wow, you even, even not, watch the episode? That's not surprising, <laughs> <laughs> bro. They literally split a band singing the intro song. Well, I guess you skip the intro, right? Oh, every time. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah. So you guys would. Believe that Vi was in prison this whole time. Yeah, I mean that's what it's, it looks like that she that's was in prison the whole time and just like kept on dude. upgrading her her fighting skills. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, this episode, I think uh, I, I give it. I can, so this is on the rewatch that I picked up on this uh, that I commend the show for adding layers to characters that I, that on my first watch I thought were pretty plain, uh, specifically Jace and Marcus. So when I rewatched it, um, I saw that, you know, they really went out of their way to show scenes with Marcus feeling regret and guilt. So there's a, there's a funeral scene for Grayson. And then there's a, a he's got a, a scene with Silco and had like the bloody coin. There's that scene where he daydreams about pulling a grenade on Silco. Uh, and also, you know, we go back to the fact of saving by. So they're, it's more the quantity of scenes than the quality because there's not nothing too original about them. But I still, uh, I give it props for doing that. And similarly with Jace in this episode, he's shown, you know, playing politician and he's trying to do the dirty side deals with all these other council people. Um, so it's, again, nothing groundbreaking, but it's, it's them trying. And I, I, I think that's pretty good. So did you Marcus's feel- re- Sorry. regret, is that something that y'all like felt it was like for me, it felt like it was more that he was such a like straight laced person and then he just went off the deep end. So I don't think it's regret as far as like all the people he killed more so like going off what his, he thought was like the correct path of, you know, righteousness. And I thought that Kate and like how her face looked like the very beginning of, uh, 
you know, these episodes, it was like, this kind of reminds me of Marcus, like how he looked at the beginning of the first couple episodes. Um, I don't know if y'all had any similar thoughts. I didn't think about that parallel, but I could see how that could potentially be the thing. But also, too, in the previous pack where uh, Marcus has, you know, one of his subordinates killed so he could, you know, get the money or something. I think he thought that the 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 the, the, trans, the first transaction with Silco was just like, here's some money and then they'll like knock him out. But then once they, you know, upped the stakes and he was already invested, then he kind yeah. of just didn't realize how much he committed to. He kept digging himself in a deeper and deeper hole. But from the beginning, I think he had unconventional methods that directly went against Grayson's wishes. So yeah. I think he was always a sort of a rogue type dude yes. that he saw he's he had a, a different sense of justice from Grayson and he probably thought that he was in the right. Um but then that led him towards Silco and then it just kept getting worse and worse. And I do think he regretted it, you know, as as he as, as things got worse uh, progressively worse. Yeah. Like I think he was more self interested and thought that like Grayson's softer side of like justice was was wrong. Yeah. So he wanted to he wanted to be put in power and have his more authoritarian approach. And then the deal with the devil like was more ridiculous than he was expecting. Yeah. And he didn't realize like the nuance and the shades of gray that Grayson used was actually yep. better. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say that I, I think it was on, on Marcus's part it was inexperience and naiveness, maybe just being a younger lieutenant or whatever his rank was is he didn't know of all the other, all the balancing act that Grayson was doing. Uh, he just saw what what he interpreted to be softness, um, but there was a lot more in the balance uh, that Grayson was trying to keep together. Yeah, and kind of the irony too is like Silco also sees things in black and white, so it's kind of not surprising that they pair together as like the duo of Piltover and Zon, mm-hmm. and then Grayson and. Um, Vidad, whatever his name Vander. was, Vander were kind of mm-hmm. similar with their view of like gray area and how can they find compromise. Yeah, and to also Vander looked soft to, to the to the Zon people at one point. Exactly, yeah. but also because they just didn't know the whole picture. It's kind of a nice pairing. Yeah, uh, this whole show is about foils and you know the duos. Mm-hmm. So because of all, all those scenes, uh, Marcus is my honorary MVP. He's not my actual MVP, but honorary. That's fair. I like is that. Kate your actual MVP? My, my MVP is Kate and Vi, and my favorite scene is basically their whole undergrad, uh, Undercity adventures. That was really cool. Um, this was are, a really are cool you sure it wasn't me. the steamy uh, relationship <laughs> between Jace and, uh, and Mel? With, while while it it, it cuts yeah. to uh, Victor the, um, the, working the like, working in the lab, the, yeah, I'm like, what is? Yeah, I'm like, hex before. Sex. Yeah, hex That's, before. Is that, be, is that gonna be our episode title? <laughs> Please, yes. Can, can that is the episode put, title. Can you put sex on the title? Uh, why not? Uh, yeah, why not? No, get, get those views. Get those clicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, steamy, I, I, steamy pod. That that's exactly what in my nose. Like they're having sex as this new like hex tech baby is formed from <laughs> the blood of dying Victor. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, uh, very so, interesting little uh, 
parallel that also, made, that also made me uncomfortable too to be honest <laughs> it, it was like they're having sex and a baby is forming it was like i'm like this is i don't like the parallel like it's not it's, it was like i get it i get what they're trying to do but i didn't like it <laughs> i hope not I, I don't think the show would benefit from a pregnancy i don't think it was a baby i thought it was more about the the like a spiritual connection so like Jace and Mel were having this connection, and Victor and was having Victor the connection was. with the hex core. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that they're having a baby. I'm just, like, they're not actually getting pregnant. I'm saying like the baby, the hex tech, the new creation of this hex tech from the blood Fair enough. is fair a enough. baby being formed while they're having sex, you know? That, that is fair. That is fair. So this is the episode where Jinx explains hex tech, hex tech and this is a, an actual quote from the, the show. She says, the runes form some kind of mathy, magic-y gateway to the realm of the heebie-jeebies, and this thing turns it off. And boom. That's what Hextech is. Or the Hextech hex core. The, the, that was the thing that like kind of upset me the most in this episode. Is like, okay, Jinx couldn't even get her little machines to work half the time. How <laughs> does she know how to use this Hextech that took... Uh, Victor and Jace years to figure out, and all, and all of a sudden, does to you, and Jinx just grabs it. And she's like, "Up, oh, look at this! I already know how to use it." <laughs> Fuck this off. Two two things: she's a genius, and she uh-huh. has a split personality. Mm-hmm. So that means for every single second she's working, it's almost like a parallel processor, right? She has all of these uh, virtual cores running, so all of her personalities can think about it at the same time. It's like in Naruto when you do the Kagebushin and you get the extra experience, right? Like, but that's her living every every day. Also, uh, that's, her, that's her like, lab conditions were a little shoddy. That that's just the <laughs> thing that like upset me the most. Blowing up. By the way, yeah, that's the thing that uh, something about like her cave. It's like it's very it reminds me a lot of like a Batman type cave. Uh, but it, yeah, it's yeah. like it's wild that Jing is such a imbalanced person that she had to have her own cave built where she blows things up and nobody can go near yeah. it everyone's terrified of it but also too it's like she, she wasn't trying to make a, a controlled device she's, she's she's just trying to make a bomb which is much <laughs> easier to do safe that is true like when, you, when you disregard the factors of safety you can uh, progress but, a lot faster but those are also supposed to be like the new refined crystals where they're not Oh yeah, explode when you hit them, right? Yeah, they're supposed to be stable now. So like, it just doesn't make sense to me how she Maybe can it go takes in an and just like stable person to stabilize the hex core. <laughs> oh no, it is like to me, I was <laughs> that was not core is the foil for Jinx. <laughs> I was I was not a fan when powder of Jinx. powder first had a a a a, a crystal. And it was the unstable version mm-hmm. when she was stable, right? Well, and now you know, she has the stable up. one. <laughs> she was never stable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just that was the one thing that was I think that was like I don't I'm not a fan of the fact that she can use these crystals, but whatever. I guess we'll just go along with it because it's part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, there's no. Vic. Uh, moving on to some that detail from Victor. He I like him a lot of, as a character, and I think they did a really good. Um, uh, they did a really good job in showing him sometimes with his. Projection assistant. Oh, no, oh, I'm no, 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 he, he projects a lot, and there's this one you know, he, he wants to push for the development of, of Hextech, and he specifically said, There are people who need our help now. And I saw that as him projecting himself, be like, I yeah. need this, like, 
I fucking, you know, I'm dying. Like, I need this to help me, um, cure me from my whatever um, disease. And uh, super uh, cancer. <laughs> I thought a lot of it too is just him like wanting to see like his labor, like e- labors and effort into like fruition. Like, he wants to see like his baby like actually out there and he wants to see it before he dies. So he's like, I need to see this now. So we need to hurry up and do it before I die. Yeah, so I think that was part of it. live long enough for that too. Yeah. And I love how his assistant like clearly wants to fuck him. And he's just yeah, like, I, no, leave. I've got I gotta focus okay. on this hex core. What's the name of the episode gonna be? Yeah. Hex <laughs> core sex, hey, baby. Hey, a man a man devoted to this trade. Go, going back to the, the Jace sex scene, did y'all notice that Jace is li- the little spoon afterwards? I was like, all right, so oh, Jace yeah. likes the little spoon. Of hey. course he was little spoon. You Mel is yeah. commandeering. She's Mel's, a, also from, uh, Mel's also from Noxious. Noxious. Uh, which is a very different uh, country in the league lore. Yeah. So, of course she's big spoon. Everything is opposite in Noxious. Exactly. I, I I did like this scene where uh, Vi and Kate went to like that prostitution area, or, like this oh, yeah. area of the underworld. It's, it's called and, a brothel. Uh, safe. <laughs> there we go. That's what it is. A brothel. Yeah. See that? I wanted. I wanted a quick aside. I would have liked Demon Slayer to have been more like this, like that scene. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah, yeah rather than just being like, "You're an ugly girl." Tee now go clean the. <laughs> we're in the entertainment district, but we're only gonna show daylight scenes. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Teehee. But not. Anyway, I like that scene. I like how she's like, "Oh, go just like talk to client, whatever," and she's just like very uncomfortable <laughs> talking to whatever dude she sets her up with. But then Vi comes back and sees her just like having her like great time, just talking to like a uh, one of like the Another female woman. prostitutes. And I'm like, "Oh I shit, okay, Caitlin." I thought it was a client. Uh, well, whatever no, it, it was, it, it was like, it was definitely a courtesan, okay. which is a fancy way of saying a female prostitute. Yeah. Okay, Say if you, you 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 need to learn the fancy five dollar words for uh, for, for prostitutes. I, I, I like to say the most basic vocabulary I can do. Question about that but, uh, whole that whole scene, though. Why did Kate need to pretend to infiltrate the brothel? Like. Did she actually find out any intel? No, I think it was because Vi was just fucking with her. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, like, get yeah, out of my exactly. way. Like, you're yeah. obstructing. Like, she didn't need to do anything, right? Yeah, no, she yeah, she just wanted her to, like, not be with her when she was going to do all the other stuff. So she was, like, yeah. trying to get rid of her for the time being. Okay. But I was like, to okay, make her Kate, uncomfortable. I see, yeah. yeah. I see how you roll. And I was like, damn, that looked kind of like, she actually, I think that was the She's first Matilda. time you actually, like, Kate's. Matilda. Named after her grandmother, Matilda. I, I, yeah, I think yeah, the classic when, over-explaining. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I think when Kate is talking to that prostitute, like it's like the first time you actually see her smiling. I'm like, okay, Kate, I I see what you're into, and then I I, I don't know what I was doing. I was like looking stuff up online, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, bye, bye. <laughs> no, it was, I think I was just like looking up, like trying to figure out. The whole Jing situation. Uh-huh. I was like coming up across other stuff, and I was like saying, "So I was like, yeah, Vi and Kate. That's like a couple right there. Like they're they're together for sure. Like they're gonna get together." I'm like, "Cool. <laughs> like well, I can see it now." <laughs> there you go. And I wonder who will be Big Spoon. 
Um, bye. It's always Mel. She's coming back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I would totally believe that. It's just like, like, like the scene is just Vi and Kate together, and it pans out, and you see Mel as Big Spoon. <laughs> so the, the reason that Vi and Kate were my MVPs because I think you know they play into the whole uh, foil theme of the show in terms of basically Kate being everything that by despises mm-hmm. in terms of you know who she is a topsider an enforcer someone entitled you know she does what she wants takes what she wants um and she really can't help but like make inappropriate comments um that show her you know basically pissing off um by and showing how little she understands of that world uh but uh, that friendship and whatever comes next will develop so i think uh it was very it had a really good start with this with this setup and, and their adventures that they go into under city yeah i agree fun times uh I, go ahead. I know that there was another i know we mentioned it on the last episode but there was like a scene here specifically where like jinx was hanging all over zilko and i was like dude they're about to make out and i'm like what is going on here and like, dude, yeah, like, like, like that, that dynamic just like i'm just so confused so yeah also, yeah. how did you feel about the whole like Silco reborn yeah. like, bullshit and the the baptism thing and Yeah. I mean it it's oh, yeah. it's something that, you know, it's sort of like a theme of betrayal makes you leads you into rebirth and makes you stronger. So mm-hmm. I see it, you know, kinda happen both both with Silco and Vander and with Vi and Jinx. So Silco and Vander consider themselves brothers at one point. Vi and Jinx, obviously sisters, um, and not, and then the betrayal of Vander towards Silco led to that baptism um, yeah. that we saw earlier, and he was reborn as a stronger person, and then now Jinx is having her baptism. Um, so I, I thought it was it was fitting. I feel like it was nice, but I feel like a lot of the interesting thing for the show that I like is kind of the more subtle foils Uh and like different kind of opposites they're showing yeah it just felt so like it was pretty overt yeah Yeah, it was was so overt and obvious and it felt kind of just like okay like i get you're doing this like whatever Uh i don't know i wasn't super into it i liked it when we first saw it just for silco right yeah it it maybe would have been nice for silco to like you know see them sitting on the porch or something like talking about the water but him like baptizing her yeah physically do it and for us to see it it felt weird. I was like, I don't, even, I don't really care about any of this. Also, and didn't she like stabilize right afterwards too? And she's like, oh, I'm actually like stable right now because of the water. Yeah. Another, another thing is that Silco keeps bringing on how you know he's trying to sell Jinx this idea that Vander was a farce and Vander wasn't. Mm-hmm. He says Vander was not who you thought he was. But in my mind, I was like, what does that mean? Like. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe he had a dark past and he turned his back on Silco, but so what? Like, is is there more to it? Like, did he do any other bad stuff that we don't know about? Because I... No, it's it, it's just Vander wasn't a mass murderer. Okay, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Vander, Vander wasn't Vander's who he thought he was. Silco. He actually became a nice guy. Can yeah. you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, I mean, what yeah, an asshole like <laughs> it just it, it seemed like silco just grasping at straws to find something to, to convince jinx to let go the powder side 
Yeah, uh, Vander loved you, and he became a nice guy. So he he's not just... who you thought he was. Yeah, he's not <laughs> the tough, he's not the tough guy. He's actually a softie. He died for yeah, you, yeah. powder virgin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, of, he would die for you. I want to do that, but he totally would. Uh, <laughs> what a pussy! Of, of the subtlety you mentioned about the how the baptism scene was, was too direct. Um, Perhaps that's why I didn't like it as much as this other Jinx scene of when Jinx goes to the arcade, which I thought yeah, was a yeah. fantastic scene. And, that was much better. Oh, much yeah. better. Oh, gosh. Did, did, you, did you notice the details of how she scores second high score? Yes. Behind that, was that was beautiful. Beautiful. But, yeah. but did you also notice that she was boxing without gloves? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, so is she actually as tough as Vi? Because Vi was using gloves. Um, yeah. but she was also so. like psychotic while she was doing it. <laughs> so. It still counts. No, but, but it was great, and like yeah. the flashbacks were great. That was a beautiful like, scene. Like scenes like that are fantastic. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. That was uh, honorary uh, favorite scene for me. That was my favorite scene in in, in this one. No. Believe it or not, I my my not favorite scene wasn't the the sex scene. The sex before, the hex before <laughs> sex scene. What about the cupcake? Your hot cupcake. <laughs> yeah that was kind of cute and giga the, has a, a video of that in the japanese uh dub it's pretty funny. oh yeah <laughs> oh nice um so well, like, episode oh, si- well no i'm saying like episode six if we're gonna move on to that i like did not even take any notes i was just enjoying it because so much happened in episode six like action wise so okay. I, like i mean i have a couple notes on five to finish up sure okay so uh, Vi has a confrontation with Savika, and Vi calls Savika a filthy traitor. So this kind of goes back to, in, in the last episode, I mentioned how I wasn't unsure at what point Savika sided with Silco, because she was hanging out at Vander's bar. So, I mean, it does make me feel like Savika was not with Silco from the beginning. Like, this happened at one point, and she was part of Vander's crew. So just a note on that. And obviously, Sadiqa is going to turn into a vice punching bag from now on. That's going to happen pretty often. Uh, a Shimmer. I noticed that I noted that Shimmer is the Undercity's version of Hextech. So they yep. use Shimmer as a weapon. They use Shimmer as a medicine, as an energy source, as whatever the heck they needed to. And you know, hey, this happened. There's even memes about it. It's like you know the meme of the the flex tape. Like hey, all this shit is going wrong. Put some Shimmer on yep. So, Shimmer. and then also too, in League Lore, Shimmer and stuff like that is called like Chemtech. So, mm-hmm. in Zon, there's Chemtech, and then in uh, in Piltover, there's Hextech. That kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. I see. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Shimmer's basically as universally useful as, as Hextech. And then just to close, I think this was a very, very strong episode. Uh, I, I, I love this one. Yeah. But out of the pack, my favorite was the next episode because it's the Victor episode, and he's by far my favorite character overall in the, in the the series. Gotcha. Yeah, because so. he's a Europeanish, uh, <laughs> uh, Russian, uh, Soviet. <laughs> that's exactly. Because like, white male, call me. That's gonna come out and because because <laughs> you world. you think you you think Jace can do the math? No, he needs a Soviet to fix his math just to solve all of. <laughs> To solve all of them. And Jason the takes a pretty face Pro- to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I, talking about I Shimmer too. 
talking about Shimmer 2, I, I think for episode six, it was so cool to see like the source of all of it being the pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Whoa, 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 time out here. We don't know that yet. <laughs> That's true. We don't know that Shimmer we don't know that Shimmer came from the pet. Well, it's implied. It, it ends with the pet being hooked up into tubes and like like purple liquid coming out of it. <laughs> hey, they haven't verbally said anything yet. <laughs> they they never but verbally guess, say anything. It's just um, through watching the show, you realize that that's where the shimmer first comes from. Well, I yeah. did not realize that. <laughs> so. the, the mutation must be kept alive. Yeah, and then people get mutated when they take shimmer. Yeah. So, did you notice? So, are we good to move on to episode six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you notice in that uh, the childhood flashback for Victor that Sky is there? Who's Sky? The the scientist assistant girl that has a crush on Victor. Oh my gosh! She I didn't is notice there. that at all. Yeah, I watched it with. No uh, way. I watched it with subtitles, and so so you recall there's a scene with Victor, you know, as a kid. And there's yeah. like a group of kids nearby playing, and uh-huh. a, gr- a girl kid shows up and is looking at Victor. And then in the background, someone says, "Sky, come back!" And then she goes back. Oh my god! But that's pretty. This Sky. makes this this that's makes me all cool. the more sad to Sky, be honest. Bruno, Sky has had a crush on Victor for decades, probably. Yeah, I'm Dude, surprised I even know her name. I didn't know her name was Sky. I just called her assistant girl. Her name's Sky. Man, getting friend zone for so long. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, no, it goes back. It goes far back. Uh, they also show that the gases in the fissures and Vaughn are probably what made him, what made Sicker sick. Yeah. And then it was also fun, too, to see the whole, uh, I guess, I don't know. Did, 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 did they say his name was Singed or what? Like, I think it was I know- subtitles. Because I know who it was, because I, yeah. but I, I, I know you guys don't know because you don't play the game. But anyways, it was fun to see Singe like um, talk about like the whole like little like pet thing and he's feeding the mushrooms and he talks about his like daughter and anyways, it's just it, it like I really enjoyed that that open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was I mean great great flashback. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the little ship that. You know, Victor made and whatnot, you know, see his science, scientific mind from a child. And he still mm-hmm. is a limp even then. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Victor. He, he's kind of like Tiny Tim. He has his little, like, uh, his little crutch. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now that I think about the fact that Sky was there, that also means that Sky is from Zon, but made it out to Piltover. Is it? Yeah, I it's thought, awesome. They're I thought that those kids... Where those kids seemed to me like it seemed like the edge of Piltover and Zon, and those kids were Piltovers playing. No, above. no, she's no. dressed. She's dressed with like rags. <laughs> I thought that was just a style there, dude. I don't know what style no. is in Piltover. <laughs> they're Piltover uh, rags. they're Piltover hipsters. <laughs> no, bro. Like I mean, the next the next scene is uh, is Victor in Saint's lab. I would doubt Saint's lab is uh, near Piltover. It's probably in the slums of Zon. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was so bright out there. Like, it's not like Zon is just like dark all the time, right? Like, I never, no, I mean, they hardly ever show it. There's different parts. Yeah. 
And I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the true difference. So I looked into like a map of, of the, of this region and the, the true, the, um, or just separation between Piltover and Zahn is a bridge, you know, the bridge that we see in the opening scene of the show. And that bridge crosses, it, uh, connects the two, the two sections. And there's a, the river that's running is the running, the, the river Pilt, I believe. So that's why it's called Piltover. And then the Undercity. But the Undercity, you know, it has underground sections, but also above ground that are still Zon. Because mm. I always thought Zon was just was just kind of like the mining town that wasn't really supposed to be a town that kind of happened. It's, it's like you bring in the, the migrant laborers and like basically your slave workforce to like do all of the hard work and die from the chemicals and all that shit. And they stay down there. I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it was supposed to be. And then after like generations and years, then they, you know, because since they're not allowed to be in Piltover because they're not like fancy, um, then they kind of have their own subculture and city. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of becomes. And they all get mutated by all of the chemical waste. And, and, and they, they work even harder because they're mutated, right? Yeah, it's, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but that. actually saying that out loud too it kind of makes sense too that it's like it's almost kind of like uh like them doing the whole chemtech stuff with the shimmer uh-huh. it's like them taking their like weakness and their like you know uh their stigma yeah and making it their strength too yeah which is kind of like thematically cool i mentioned that last episode when i talked about the rat becoming infected with shimmer and actually murdering the cat or whatever thing yeah. to kill it so it's like the the prey becomes a predator in the sense of you know son is gonna rebel against uh built over after you know whatever centuries of oppression yeah exactly that is a great point and it, it feels good that they have that same thematic thread throughout the entire series mm-hmm. so we see victor getting sicker in this episode and Jace has a pretty, pretty genuine moment with him. Uh, he says, there's nothing I can do for him. And he, th- he says this as he's reaching for his, his gemstone on his wrist, the one that saved his family, mm-hmm. his mom and himself. So I thought it was a pretty, a pretty good, um, visual cue of him being like, you know, I, I wish I could do for him what this wizard person did for me and my mother all those years ago. And it shows a vulnerable side of, of himself to, to Mel. Uh, and Mel, I think, reciprocates, and we have some pretty, some pretty good dialogue between the two of them. And Mel is also becoming a more complex character. I thought at first he was just gonna, gonna use, uh, Jace as a puppet, but she seems, she, and she will develop more in future episodes, uh, but she will become a pretty, a pretty cool character. I, I was pretty I, happy though that Jace kind of, found himself again after Victor's sickness. Like, cause I felt like they started drifting apart quite a bit in the last couple of episodes. And then when it's, Victor got sick, it's like, Oh that's shit, like, women that's my do. best friend. So. It's a woman too. <laughs> women yeah, take you away from your friends. No girls allowed in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. J- Jace, he slipped up and he did sex before Hex and now he's back. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't go on dates safe. It will, it will tear us apart. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, 
uh, back to your thing about Mel, I also had the same exact vibe. I, I, I was so on guard with her. I'm like, she's going to manipulate him yeah. because she's like trying to do her own thing. And it was nice to see that she's not like actually like sure. She's self-interested, but she does to seem to actually care about Jace. Yeah. Which was something that I didn't expect her to actually do. And that, yeah. I mean, that really comes full picture later on when, you know, there's a new character that's going to be Drew. It's not to spoil anything, but... Mama really, Mel. Yeah, it shows where where that side of her comes from, but also the fact that she's trying to not be like her mother. Um, so it's a very, very cool dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, we see that Jinx uses poisonous gas on Savika um, to knock her out. And meanwhile, Jinx is wearing a mask. And I thought that was a really interesting scene because Silco will will use that same tactic later on. Uh, so again, kind of foreshadowing the, how she's learned a lot from him in, in his ways. Uh, we have the scene where Caitlin, uh, in, in an act of desperation, goes uh, follows this guy Huck out there in the the undercity and trades her rifle for some potions. I thought that was a really endearing scene and it really showed uh Caitlin's I guess a bit of her naiveness, but it was a bit it was, it was very cute to see, you know, her desperation and, and her how much she cared for Caitlin even at uh for Biden at that point. Yeah. Um and her bit you know, her willing to trust, you know, these random people who just say, trade me this for that and give this random thing to your friend. Which is again shimmer because shimmer saves you from anything. Yeah, uh, I saw her like drop this shimmer in the little potion. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I guess we're doing this. I guess it cures. It cures what? What was it like a stab wound or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was that was a, a very cool scene. I thought too. It was a cool scene, and it was fun to see kind of this like even more grimy version of the Undercity. It's like. Like you almost kind of thought you already saw the worst part of Zahn. Oh, you see, yeah. here's yeah, a, here's here's a layer even below this. The slums of Zahn, especially yeah. with, uh, with that guy Huck, because we had seen mm-hmm. him in an earlier episode, and also even Vi. I think Vi points out, and she says, "You know, it 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 was never this bad when when we were here as kids." So obviously, things have gotten way worse under Selco. So, what episode did we see Huck in? Because I had not recognized him at all. I he's the was, first episode. Yeah, when he, Vander, he, we, he's the guy with glasses. Vander saves him. Uh, they're doing some sketchy deal in his bar, and they're trying to um, rip him off. Uh, rip him off. Oh, it's that guy. Got yeah, that's Huck. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Then not yeah. pick up on that. I was like, who the hell <laughs> is this guy? It's, it's hard to tell. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there he is. I, I did. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, was, I did like how they were showing like the you know where Vi and Powder used to live, and they show like the the height markers on the like oh, wood was, and shit. Nice it detail. was pretty pretty cute. Do you think and the that, foreshadowing of the rickety building being rickety? Do you yeah. think that that flashback of uh, Vi's mom and Powder? Do you think that's proof that they are actually real sisters? That's how I understood it because you know we had talked about maybe them not being related by blood. I feel like they have to be real sisters. Yeah. I I don't know. Like it makes I, I no sense that be. they're real. I want them to be, and I think it would be unnecessary not to. 
It's just like that was like a, an internet theory that maybe they are not. But don't they have the same color eyes? I don't recall. I think they do. Um, their, their, eye, their eyes don't match your hair color because I feel for some reason their eyes match your hair color. I don't think well, they do. I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure Vi has blue eyes and pink hair and Jinx has blue eyes and blue hair. Is it blue or purple? Oh, whatever it is. Some sort of bluish purple thing. Bluish Wait, purple. blue and red is purple. So if Jinx becomes purple, then that means she's integrating. Well, but wasn't the mom purple? Yeah, maybe that, that's yeah. what it is. Her her mom was purple. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, that me, makes sense. A purple mom makes a, a blue <laughs> and a red girl. That's that's anime logic. That's how it works. My my point is that I think it's further proof that they are actual sisters, and hopefully, there's you know I think it'll be unnecessary drama to say that they're not blood sisters. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, there's another scene where Jace points out that Heimerdinger is all talk. Which is, you know, a theme that I've mentioned. Uh, so it's nice. And to kicks see, him out. Yeah, it's nice to see Jay's recognizing and be like, "Yeah, dude, like you haven't done squat for two hundred years. Like you have your own. You're in theory land." Uh, so that was. An but it was kind of nice to see the like different perspectives. Like, imagine you are an immortal being. You know, essentially like an elf, right? Mm-hmm. And you live sent like thousands of years. Of course, you're like, yeah, just wait 80 years, dude. Like, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> we got time. The blink yeah. of an eye, my child. Yeah. And of course, Jay's like, what? That means that means I'll be dead. And then, and like, that means, <laughs> that means I can't be Little Spoon for Mel. Like, I, <laughs> I don't have time to wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another yeah. comment will be that Silco completely sucks at ambushes. And uh, ambushing people and trapping people because Vi and Kate escape yet again, just like um, you know uh, uh, Vi escaped the, the first time around with the whole Vander yeah. thing where that trap kind of went to shit. So yeah, I think Silco's got to work on his uh, his traps. <laughs> no, um, okay, I guess right after that was a flare, right? Yeah, and like so that, yeah, that was right my when favorite the favorite scene. Right when that the is, flare that, that happened, is the best they, like, episode, yeah. Like right when the flare happened, you see like Vi see it, or like not right when it happened, but Vi sees it, and then Kane like pulls her away. I'm like, oh shit, they're not gonna go to, they're not gonna go see Jinx, and then like they, they actually end up <laughs> going. So, like, like, yeah, like, but, like literally, like, I was like, oh shit, they're not going to see her. Like that's exactly the feeling I got. But then yeah, exactly a few seconds later, <laughs> they were up there with her. I just climbed 87 stories to get here. Oh. It was like, a she great was nowhere scene. near yeah. them. <laughs> It was, and they did the hallucinations really well, kind of like, you know, audio-visual hallucinations and, and other people. It's the first time that we see Jinx have hallucinations near other people, and other people are so weirded out because they're like, what What did you say? Like, what are you talking to? Yeah, uh, like there's no one there. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, are you okay? Are you okay, dude? Yeah. And because she, like, freaked completely out because of Caitlin and then just uh, started shooting up everyone. And then the the freaking hoverboard kids came came down. Fire and, uh, the hoverboard kids. <laughs> hoverboard sure. kids. Yeah, we're gonna go save the day. We're we're just gonna some kids. Rocket power. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rocket power. Yeah, it does feel like rocket power a lot. Yeah. Which like sure. I saw something about like Echo and older. I'm like, ah, oh, that's freaking Echo's leader of this group, isn't it? So. 
Orange squirrel that place. We'll find, find out. Stuff. We'll find why, out. Why are you Googling anything, dude? I was trying to look up something about powder. Uh, you don't think her, that's gonna spoil I, stuff? No, actually, I was looking. At, I was trying to find Powder's hair color because I wanted to change the waveform color on the Instagram post I did to match Powder's hair color. And then oh, while okay, I did okay. that, I came across stuff I didn't want to see. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome! So, yeah. So I guess with with this pack done, safe. What's what's your thoughts on the series? Obviously, the the energy and the hype is dead, right? <laughs> but um. Maybe Dude, like my energy it. and hype because it's been so long since I watched the like middle three episodes. My hype yep. is also like declined. Well, I, I oh, mean, yeah, to but, be honest, this recording kind of resuscitated mine, so I'm I'm actually excited to to watch the next three. Same, actually. Yeah, this actually ha- has uh, brought back to life my uh, yeah. Hype it's a damn good show. It's a great. It's I a mean, great show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I think the show is amazing. I love it. The 2D uh, animation of like liquids and powders and uh, clouds what? and smoke, those, those still bother what? me. Like, there's a couple the times clouds? in these three episodes yeah. where like the, the condensation is not realistic enough. Or like, no, like the like the shimmer, the shimmer's like 2D. I'm like, this is bothering me, but yeah, the smoke like too. In the very yeah. first episode, but for the most part, other, other than that one thing and how powder can or jinx can magically know how to use hex tech, I love it. <laughs> So um, where like, do you think uh, the series is going to end up? Like, what's your like hope what's or expectation? What's going to happen in the next three episodes? Perhaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm assuming since there's going to be season two, all the main characters are going to survive. Um, but well, Who do you consider main characters? Uh, Jinx, pow- Jinx, <laughs> Jinx and Powder. <laughs> two different people. You can say that. <laughs> Uh, Jinx, Vi, and Kate for sure. I think are gonna go on to the next season. Like it would be to me, it would be weird if they killed one of them off uh, just early on. But yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that Zilko gets taken down. But I'm assuming Jinx is not going to, so that will live on. Like his his, I guess campaign or whatever his his like agenda is gonna get live on through his jinx, legacy but yeah there we go his legacy is gonna go through jinx now but mm-hmm. I, that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping for like a takedown of zilka maybe like a and like a start of some type of war between zon and, and uh piltover round two 2.0 war so that's kind of where i'm i'm assuming it'll, it'll lead to at the end of this like maybe marcus is gonna come down and try and go at Zilko and then it's going to be a whole kind of, it's just going to be a shit show. That's why I think these next three episodes are going to be, which is going to be like a great, it's like a, a good, a good kind of shit show, you know? Awesome. Cool. So. I'm looking forward to watching these, these last three episodes again. It'll be a lot of fun, especially for episode. I think it's eight, which has the huge fight scene, which is amazing. Yeah. So we'll see. And we should record it. Awesome. Uh, not a, not a month from now. The next one. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll we can record get this next week. Hopefully, oh, hopefully, right? <laughs> Wait, right? <laughs> right? 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 Guys, <laughs> see you next week.